1: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. Yeah, it's Friday. We've made it to another week of just absolute. Well, I don't even know what to call it. I want to say it's insanity, but it, it, again, yeah, it's just kind of the world that that we live in. Uh, everything is is upside down. Uh, right is wrong. Wrong is right, you know uh inflation we we got more data today uh, and of course, it doesn't even track inflation that's the best part, but uh, we just make it up you know we 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 kinda do, but we really don't do, but this one today, like I said, we've got a lot of data, everything's going to be data dependent and and uh is what is inflation going to do? Is it going to go lower? Uh, is it going to stay lower? Is it going to go back higher? that That's really the big debate in all of, of, of this. But our toll-free number, I'll say this. Gold and silver had a great day yesterday. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? They got whipped. Not really. Uh, we were hoping we want new lower lows. We got it. Right where we're hoping to get it right around that 1950 level, uh, that $24 level for silver, 1950 for gold. Uh, and today uh, back strong once again. Uh, gold's up, silver's up, the Dow's up. you know the Wall Street had a bad day yesterday. We kind of figured that. Uh, but, but again, I think the overall trend is is the same here. 800-951-0592. That's our toll-free number. Uh, we've just been having incredible, incredible opportunities, uh, in the gold and silver market this summer that we haven't seen, uh, in the last several summers. Cause normally, you know, the old, you know, if you've done this as long as I have, you know, like a lot of things, there's patterns, right? There's patterns for gasoline. There's patterns for retail sales, right? And and, and and we get all of that stuff. One of the reasons why they say we need to have seasonal adjustments is they don't like the patterns. Why? Well, because the patterns are up and down, up and down, up and down. And they're like, well, no, we want it to be, you know, like a straight line. You know, and that's why they do all that stuff. It's idiotic, right? like we're that unintelligent that we can't understand it. But again, I digress, that we haven't seen that pattern in the last few years. So it's kind of nice to have it back because historically, the summer months has been the the months, hey, that's when you want to buy gold. Uh, Because normally what happens is August, September, October, and into November, gold runs, silver runs. And then the the pattern would go right near Christmas. It'll it'll come down again. Why? Because well, people need money, right? I got to buy Christmas gifts, or I got to do this or that. So you'll get some selling, uh, and, you, and then gold and silver will weaken. And then January, February, March, right, Jason? Gold and silver go up again, right? This, this, this is this is kind of more in the pattern. I hope people take advantage of it. Don't let this go by because unfortunately, I really think uh the towards the end of 2023 and heading into 2024 uh things are going to look a lot different than we than it looks right now we're going to have a lot of answers to things that right now we're not sure what's going to happen
2: yeah and things are are currently moving there's you know this, this this is a uh a market that's in flux it's and it's happening i think a lot more slowly than people are uh, wanting it to to move. I think people know that there's gonna be a recession. I think they know there's gonna be an economic downturn. And I think a lot of people, Joe, when you uh when you put the band-aid on, you know, the wound, so to speak, you know, people want to be you know, they want it to heal quick and they want to rip it off and, and get back to what they call normal, right? And it's just not happening at the speed that, that people are forecasting. And I think a lot of people are more educated about this stuff and are uh trying to forecast, understand what's going on. And every time there is a market crash, it's not the same as the stuff that's happened in the past. There's always different factors, and so it's going to make it differently, Joe. So, uh, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. It's just uh, the timing of it. Just like you said, What what's the information going to be? What are the going to be the decisions made to change it? How will the decisions being made change the outcome of what's getting ha- ready to happen? And that's what we're doing day to day, Joe. You, you, we look at it. We uh, prognosticate what we think is happening. We make some So some light prediction based off what we know, but no one really, I think, has the full 100% answer as to how it's going to go down, although there are people that, you know, have control over the machine, so to speak.
1: Yeah, and again, we'll see how it all works. We got uh, another inflation data point today, the PCE, Uh, and then, of course, this is uh, one of those uh, historically, oh, the the Fed's like, oh, yeah, this is our favorite one. Why? Why was it your favorite? Well, it's the lowest one. Uh, But now they have the core, the PC core, and now the super core. Uh, But but just headline here, 4%. And actually 4.1%. So inflation, double what they said they want it to be, and yet somehow viewed positively. Uh, The question really is, is this a... A pause, right, in inflation, right? Is inflation going to make a comeback? Or or is this going to be, hey, we're on the path, right? We're not going to get to 2% this year. But we're on the path, right, Jason? Hey, uh, we're, we're, we're going to see lower inflation. And I know this, some big numbers. Are rolling up. This was a June number. Uh, last June we had some really big numbers. Last July we had some really big numbers. So the year-over-year numbers, this is their best chance. June, yeah. July, August, this is their best chance at getting these lower numbers because some real high numbers come off the board. We'll talk about that and a whole bunch more. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. A quick look in at the markets. The Dow's up two hundred points. It was down almost three hundred points yesterday. The S and P up forty four. The Nasdaq up two forty seven. I mean, think about this. All is well. All is well because the Fed favorite in- fake inflation number is four point one percent. Uh, and again, like I said, I think there's a good chance, at least for next month, that we can get a number, dare I say it, in the threes. I, I think that is going to be possible. Uh, the 10 year note hovering right around 4% yesterday was over 4%. Right now, at 397, crude oil was up, above $80 yesterday. Right now, $79.82, gold's up $14 here, $1,960, silver up another $0.10 cents here, twenty four, almost $24.50, and Jason, if you're like, man, I don't know, I, I'm watching the melt up in the market, and I'm listening to Joe, and I'm listening to Jason, and and, and I think everybody, everyone's like, okay, is the shoe's going to drop. When's it going to drop? Some people are out there, especially uh, a lot of the Wall Street guys. Oh no, the shoe's not going to drop. It's not going to. Please don't believe that. Please don't. That's like buying gold uh, from Fox News, right? That's the same thing. You want to, you want to get ripped off and do that. Follow that kind of nonsense. But I dig- <laughs> That's for another show. That's for another show. I'm going to tell you right now. You got to focus on banks. Pack West very you know how quietly they did it, right? Pack West has now uh, wiped out of existence, consolidated. There's a lot more pain coming than people think, especially if inflation doesn't come back. That'll be a really big problem uh, because that'll mean the Fed is. Way over tightening, right? That that's that's a uh, fear here about that. And remember, uh, unfortunately, the higher they go, the worse it's going to be. I'm just telling you. Uh, you may want to check out our friends at Y Refi because guess what? Doesn't matter. Right? Think about the, the just these two days: down almost 300 points, up 200 points. Man, I don't need the roller coaster. I don't want to ride the ride anymore. I want to get off. And I just want a, a good rate of return every month. That's all I want. I don't want to have to risk it. Check out our friends at Y Refi. up to 10.25%. It's fixed. It doesn't change. Doesn't matter what happens. It stays the same. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. You do have to have $50,000. That's the minimum. You can use an existing IRA. Some of you can use your 401Ks. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest the letter Y R E F Y dot com. Or just call them at eight 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 Y Refi twenty uh, four. and again the the favorite Fed gauge, the PCE and the PCE super core came in at just just above four percent. So again, Jason, this number Lower than last month, I think. I think we got one more month to lower. I really do because we do have a lot of big numbers fall off uh, in June, July, and August.
2: That's yeah, kind of precisely why we might see some lower numbers for a while because they have taken measures to try to control the inflation. And uh, I, I said, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I, there's, I've seen some models that show that it could drop well below two percent. Maybe even going into negative territory, more of a, uh, a deflation type situation for a short time. If you look at if you look at a uh, the CPI year-over-year chart, there are. well, I'll say back in 2015, there was a handful of deflationary numbers: negative 0.0, point, negative 0.8, negative 0.6, negative 0.8. So it can happen, Joe. But here, here's the thing: I think that the Fed is tailoring their behavior towards what happened in the 70s and i don't think that paul volcker who had raised him and dropped him and raised him and dropped they don't want that behavior i think they feel in a modern a modern economic situation that's going to make people feel really ill and sick and i think people are a little more sketchy and worried than they were in the 70s so uh i I see some low numbers i think it can absolutely happen but i think what will eventually happen is when this recession hits instead of lowering rates they're going to pause and then the inflation will come back, and then they may they will raise the rates again while printing money, and this will sh- this will tell you right? when they when they when they're, if they out loud print money and they leave rates or have rates go up because of inflation coming back, then just wait and see what happens to gold. Then right, Joe, printing money and raising rates <laughs> that's that's going to be twenty twenty four, Joe. Wow, that that's uh, yeah. that's the <laughs> that's the death deal,
1: right? I mean that that's really uh, something where. Uh, that's probably you know what you're probably right because that's about the last thing left, right? That's probably the right. last thing left, and uh, all of the things that they've done uh, in this one, this report today, they have some interesting stuff like uh, service sector inflation, right? So you take service sector, we're a service economy, uh, X shelter, that one's still pretty high, so that wasn't a great number in this report. Wages was also not a, a great number uh, in this. But like I said, the headline number was down. Uh, the uh, Americans' income rose, but that was less than expected uh, at three-tenths of a percent. They're saying spending five-tenths. So you do the math. Hey, you're losing a couple of tenths. Every month. Uh, And and that's kind of the trend that we're seeing, right? We're seeing that trend uh, where, hey, they're almost making enough money. Not quite. And and it's a little short and a little short. But, again, overall, uh, the savings rate, uh, that's another one we're watching. It slowed again. It fell again. Uh, And, like I said, the wages. This one rose. Wages rose. Uh, for the fourth straight month in a row in this report. So, Jason, there was a little bit of everything, right? The headline number looked good. Uh, the, the the markets liked it. Uh, the devil's in the detail said kind of a mixed bag.
2: Kind of a mixed bag. And that's, that's uh, a lot of the numbers coming into this week, Joe, have, have been very uh, – uh, Basically, hey, they're going to raise for a quarter point. It was, it was pretty obvious that we're going to raise a quarter point. And now a lot of the information is showing maybe a little more you know, early on that there's a pause coming. But mixed information, right? So we got to get all the information? I th- and it, I, I think eventually it will come down to the CPI year over year, which that's going to be key to whether they're going to raise or pause. And uh, if that number keeps shrinking, then we, they, we may finally be on a long pause cycle until the inflation comes back because the, the recession is coming – and instead of lowering rates to zero this time, their their biggest fight against it's going to be print and give money out to support people, because they uh, they I don't think they're going to lower the rates. I think they they know that the inflation will come back when the printing starts, and they don't want to be at zero the next time, Joe. They don't want to be at zero the next yeah, time.
1: Yeah, and 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 I'll just say this: if the let's go with long pause. If we get the long pause, which is what's expected, then we're going to have a very strong close of the year uh, in the precious metals market. We'll have a very strong close of the year on the equities markets as well. Let's not kid ourselves, right? Uh, We'll be in a situation, uh, if this is that, right, where, hey, uh, we're going to have, let's just say the 90 more days of lower inflation, uh in a long pause, right? No hike and now yesterday the data said hike, hike, hike. Today the data says, well maybe we can still wait. Now again, we got time. We're gonna get a whole nother round of this data before the Fed has to make another decision. But if it's what Jason just said I'll stick to it. We will have record high gold prices before the end of the year. And, again, silver with a three in front of it instead of a two in front of it. Very possible if all of a sudden the Fed doesn't raise rates for the rest of the year. And I'm not talking about lowering rates. I'm just saying if they just don't raise them.
2: Right. Right. And if that CPI year over year is 2.6 this next uh, go-around or even lower, I don't see why they're going to with all the other information coming. Out, why they would raise rates again, Joe? So I, I, well, it's going to be possible. Yeah, it's I the, like August that call. I actually like yeah. that
1: call because because of the fall off in the year over year numbers, we could see them. Because remember, the last week, guys, the headline was three, right? Three. Right. We're going to have some big numbers fall off the next. Hour. Could we get a number in the high twos? Let's say even mid twos. Uh, that would definitely gonna say no pause. That would definitely say no pause. Uh, and, 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 again, we'll see. Now, there's other things, right? Today, right. gasoline prices up 13.5 cents, the highest price yeah. in gasoline in eight months. Right? So oh, here we go. Now, <laughs> the problem was year over year. Listen, last year gasoline was near $5 here. Well, now it's four dollars here. Well, it's still, you know, four is still less than five, so the year-over-year number will come down. The problem is the month—the month number goes up.
2: What do they know that we don't know? Because I think they know these right. numbers before they come out. Because I'll tell you this: if if, if CPI year-over-year is two point six, which I think that's the number I'm looking at, because the drop-off last year went from nine one to eight five, so a point six percent drop-off. So for for inflation to go up, there would have to be a tremendous amount of inflation coming up, and, and the tr- the trend is down currently. So we we'll say we get two point six. Well, that's a that's a pause number, in my my opinion. But if if uh, oil right before the announcement of the uh, uh, of the CPI is a hundred dollars a barrel in the next week or two, it just st- skyrockets up. Well, then you got to think in uh, less than six weeks, they maybe they uh, they raise it again. I mean, yeah, they, I guess there is a lot of factors, Joe. If oil just takes off running then that's an inflation number that they may ignore the CPI year-over-year number.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that. I think you're right. I think our our initial reaction to all of this is, uh, you know, yesterday I was talking about, hey, all of this data says rate hike in September. uh, But that's just if you focused in on that data point. When you focus in on what the Fed is saying they care about, which is their fake inflation numbers. I think there's a pause, and you know what, Jason? We could get two pauses, uh, and 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 you're going to see that. Look at gold and silver today, right now. Now gold's up sixteen, right? Silver's now up uh, over twenty-four, back, closing back in on twenty-five dollars here, because uh, just pausing is enough. Wait till the uh, they actually say to end. Now the question will be: Does inflation come roaring back? There's a lot of people out there, and I think Jason, that's probably the camp uh, that, and I, I think that's where you sit. That's where I sit, right? I think we're gonna have. I I want. It's not fake. Some really big numbers from last year fall off. Yep. So yeah, they're gonna be down. But the problem is, at least in in, in the way I look at it, we got real lucky on oil, real lucky, and now we're not. Record, by the way, record oil demand out of China and India. Uh, All of a sudden, those two, China's doing a lot of stimulus. Their economy's got problems, but they're they're in stimulus mode, right? They're cutting rates. They're creating money, right? They're doing that kind of stuff, and, and that's something where... That's new, too. We've never had an economy as big as China doing stimulus while well, we're not doing stimulus. And that kind of throws it off, right? Because, hey, we don't care so much. Germany did stimulus or, or Japan did some. We don't care. Those economies aren't that big. China's big enough. To really move that needle and so uh, it's gonna be very interesting how this plays out, but I, I think I I'm I'm more convinced today that we're going to get a pause, which means gold and silver over the next six weeks are gonna have a run. Stock up on it while you can. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 800 9510592 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, and again, uh, new higher lows yesterday, uh, a good, strong rally, Silver really kind of rallied towards the end of the day yesterday, continuing it today, uh, up about 15 more cents here, 24.50, Silver is up fifteen dollars right now, nineteen hundred and sixty-one, and the data points that we think that the the Fed cares about, which we think is going to be really, all the other data points are probably noise. GDP noise, uh, the the retail sales noise, right? Uh, PMI. Uh, noise, service sector uh, uh, data points, noise, Empire State noise, right? All their other jobless claims. I think you can throw all those out. I think it's going to come down to the inflation data as to whether or not there's going to be a hike in September based on today's number and the numbers that are going to fall off for the next report. I'm really, really in the mode of there will be no rate hike, and potentially potentially there could be no rate hike at the following meeting after that. That one's a little tougher. But I think for right now, unless there's some dramatic thing that we don't see, uh, I, I actually think we're going to see gold back above two thousand, going back uh, at that rec, running at that record high, uh, and we're going to see new highs in silver uh, for this year as well. Uh, right now, ten dollar liberties got a good little little package here for you. Ten dollar liberties, one through nine, a thousand eighty five. So we're going to say fifteen bucks, and gold's up fifteen. So really, I mean, think about it. that's. That's uh, up $30. That means uh, $10 lib pricing, really, right? Uh, that, that, that's uh, $15 higher. So really good opportunity here at 1085 Buy 10 or more, 1080 Make it a little better for you. Yesterday, we ran all those Silveritas. We, we, we sold out. We got some good information from the Bullion Bank today. He said, "Hey, you know what? I, own, I I I actually had 15 extra rolls. He threw them in, at, from what we bought, because we just told him yesterday we'll buy them all. So I've got 15 more rolls. I don't have cases, so no case discount. I got 15 rolls of silver eagles at 630 dollars. That is a, a I don't need to tell you. I already told you how great of a price that was." And then silver half dollars, if you want something, hey, I, I don't have 630 I get you. I feel you. I got silver half dollars on sale today, $225 on silver half dollars. So, Jason, uh, you can pick. But here's the funny thing. Half dollar premiums and silver eagle premiums, they're actually about the same. Matter. Half dollars, they actually cost a little more per ounce right now, uh, but they're still both way down.
2: Well, Peace dollars and Morgan dollars have had the really high premiums for a long time, Joe, because you just can't get your hands on them very easily. That's what premiums are, so it's, it's about accessibility and uh half dollars are moving into that realm i think and and as, as no matter if we have good gold selling or, or or lower gold selling metal selling markets at some point, there's just so many of the pre sixty four silver out there, and I think half dollars are just moving into that that range where Silver Eagles are being minted every year. It's a great way to buy high-quality pure silver. But uh, for that, for that uh, utility silver, that that pre-64 stuff, the half-dollar premiums, that, that might be one of the things that sticks. Joe is uh, even with the premiums coming down. Everything else it seems like half dollars are gonna they're gonna be uh, a little tougher to get. You know, it's, it's a good thing to load up on, really, because they're I think they're really cool coins, anyways. All of the patterns, the Walking Liberty, the Franklin, and the Kennedy, probably the best of the patterns of any of the coins you could buy, anyway. So I, Big fan of half-dollar, Joe.
1: Yeah, remember, we don't do uh, any sorting of that. You know, they, they like to uh, give you all Kennedys and or all Franklins and, and leave out the walk. We don't do any of that stuff. So uh, you're going to get a great variety uh, in those half-dollar rolls. But, uh, again, I think it's all about inflation. And, and here's the part, because it, it feels like a trap, doesn't it? It feels like a trap where... Uh, Schiller yesterday. Case Schiller ho- housing. He's like housing prices are going back up again. I I I don't know. I mean that's what his data says. Uh, and 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 it. it, it, it it's okay, right. I'm like okay. Gasoline prices, oil prices are going back up. The power bills this month are going to be brutal because not only has it been super hot. Pretty much everywhere, okay. Pretty much everywhere. It's the demand, and when you have demand this big, what happens? The price goes up. So uh, normally, uh, you may be like, "Well, my normal like here in Arizona, it's not uncommon to have a power bill three, four, five, six hundred dollars, depending on the size of your house in the summer." What, they could easily be up 100 to $200 more. Uh, and again, I don't know, does, how does that factor into the inflationary stuff? Uh, all of these things, it, it just feels like because of the big numbers falling off, uh, There, it, it, at least for me anyway, I think the window is open for a pause in September, and then a pause at the next meeting. I think the next meeting, if I'm right, and I could be wrong. I got to look. It's either the end of October or early November. Uh, Jason, we can get double pauses here, uh, which would really, I think, drive uh, both the equity markets, gold and silver, crude oil. It, it's that's almost inflationary in itself, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, commodities are a great way to to. Uh, monitor inflation, and in gold, and in most inflationary situations, gold will sometimes be a leading indicator, not a lagging. So a lot of times, like you know, uh, with the coronavirus emergency, and, and gold shot up, but it, it, you know, it hit its high in August. So okay, well, the emergency hit in, in March and April, and people were freaking out. But transitory started 2021. Joe, gold went up before transitory, which was inflation in 2021. So, Joe, if, there, if we're going to have 2024 inflation, which I think we will, you're right about gold heading upwards at the end of this year. So, yeah, the pause that's coming sure looks like uh, inflation in the future means gold would go up this year and early next year. So keep saying this is a great time to be buying, Joe. This is this is a great spot to be in.
1: I'm going to tell you, there's other things lurking. Uh, the banking crisis. So right now, uh, the FDIC, the Federal Reserve, they're looking to tighten standards. I want to tell you what that means, especially for the mega banks. Uh, it's kind of interesting, the timing on all of this. Is this, is this one of those things uh, where it really takes a bigger bite out of things than people realize? I'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two ten dollar Liberties one through nine a thousand eighty five ten or more a thousand eighty. Uh we have a few rolls of those silver eagles that we ran yesterday at six hundred and thirty dollars. We only have a few uh and then they're back to the six hundred and sixty dollar price. Uh and then also on the silver side of things, rolls of silver half dollars. Uh, at $225, at 800 You know, think about some news that came out this week. One, the FDIC saying that banks were deliberately under-reporting the size of their uninsured deposits. Of course, why would they do that? Well, that's simple because they know they're a target, right? Banks with high rates of uninsured deposits, especially if you're not a mega bank, you're a target. And then the other side. So the FDIC is trying to go, come out and raise required, make it. What happened with Silicon Valley? They, they're trying to, to to prevent that from happening again. And right now, it appears that they are going to force banks, especially the bigger banks, to raise those capital requirements again. And not by a little bit, by as much as 19%. So that is going to be a huge issue for banks especially at a time when we need these banks to be buying all these treasuries and yet the, the hey, way you got to raise uh the capital requirements uh, and of course i thought they solved that with two remember that? oh we fixed it with two bcf no they didn't because all they did is they made the banks bigger so guess what this stands to reason does doesn't that make perfect sense oh wait a minute we got to raise the capital requirements now because we made these banks even bigger, Jason. So it makes sense, dude. You got to have a lot more money aside.
2: It's a Ponzi scheme, and, and usually, it's at some point during the life of that, it comes to an end. You know, it's, it's not it's not immortal. Ponzi schemes are not immortal; they are mortal, and they and they they do die. And uh, anything that the scheme can do to make you trust what is going on the more you'll continue to to uh, invest and be inside that system. And uh, Joe, the banks have to get bigger, right? There has to be more control. There has to be a digital currency. Gold shouldn't be in the money system as of 1933. Silver couldn't be in the monetary system as of 1965. Uh, even copper pennies were taken out in 1982. And now their own paper is too expensive to have in the system. They need to get all of their paper out because you holding their paper hurts their Ponzi scheme. When I can see gold, you know, you throw a lump of gold or silver at somebody, it's going to hurt, right? But now what's, what's going to hurt the Fed now is throwing paper at them. That's what hurts them now. That's, that's how weak they are. Now paper hurts them.
1: Yeah, the Martins, Wall Street on parade, another great job by them. Uh, they dug into the mega banks. Because we know uh, about these smaller banks and uninsured deposits. They just took J.P. Morgan, and they took J.P. Morgan's own data. Because right? nothing better than taking somebody's own data to prove your point. Uh, they talked about how J.P. Morgan has over two trillion dollars in deposits domestically—two trillion. Think about that. The FDIC doesn't even have a hundred billion dollars right now. But don't worry, <laughs> right? Don't worry. All the money's insured. Don't worry, right? Nonsense. They said. That they also hold another four hundred and twenty billion in deposits in foreign offices, which, by the way, uh, and, and anybody that any foreigners that had money in Silicon Valley, they found out the hard way: your deposits are not insured by the FDIC. So that four hundred and twenty billion—that's all uninsured. What about the two trillion? At home. According to J.P. Morgan, a trillion of it, so half, is uninsured. And again, this is why I keep telling you, please. Don't. Now, people are like, well, gosh, why are all these people having uh, over, the depo- over the insurance amount? A lot of this is businesses, right? They have no choice, right? Uh, even Apple, who believe me, you know, and I tell everybody, you know, Apple doesn't keep their money in the bank. No, they gotta make listen, Apple's gotta make payroll and all that stuff. So Apple's payroll is more than two hundred and fifty thousand. Right? We know that. So Apple they 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 to they have ten million in the bank. All the rest but but you're like, you know, Apple reports earnings. Apple made five billion dollars. Guess what they do with that? They buy treasuries. That's what they do. And they buy US treasuries, Chinese treasuries, European treasuries, but that's what they do. Don't keep it in the bank. They keep what they have to in the bank. So it's not it's not as if uh, you know the every everyday Joe guy is carrying half a million dollars in it. But J.P. Morgan of their two trillion dollars of deposits, almost one point five trillion of it, Jason is uninsured. That's actually worse than a lot of these banks that we've been worrying about. This is a big problem.
2: It's a big problem, that's for sure. And and uh, as we've been talking about, the uh, the Fed's trying to turn over half of their debt, right? You know, you got to get that lower interest stuff off the books. That's the big problem they have, is because it looks like we're going into a higher rate cycle where we don't go to zero anymore. And so you got to cycle all of that low interest debt that's been piling up everywhere. And banks that are swimming in that stuff are the ones that are crashing and falling down, Joe. And the Never mind the fact that some of them are in commercial real estate on top of that.
1: You know what's funny? Just to give you an example of the, the disparity, according to the FDIC, over 99% of deposits at the big banks are under the FDIC insurance, right? Because they, they got no money in them, right? That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It's just the rich people. the Radio News Hour. We'll be back wrapping up the week right after this. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping up this week here. Ten dollar Liberties one through nine a thousand eighty five. Ten or more a thousand eighty. Uh, the last of the silver eagle rolls at six hundred and thirty dollars. Take advantage of that, and then of course the silver half dollars. 225 dollars at 9510592 by the way this new bank requirement it's is only for the largest banks ready for this got to have a hundred billion dollars or more you know how many banks that is this is how sad it is uh 30 30 banks out of the 4,000-plus banks. That tells you, Jason, that's probably the number the Fed's looking at, right? That's that's how many banks they really want to have left, uh, which for the smaller end of the banks, I'll say banks 10 through 30, they're probably going to have to go borrow at the Fed window even more. Uh, they're, they're only going to go up 5%. Uh, the bigger banks, uh, that number is high as 19%, Jason.
2: Well, we played that clip earlier uh, this week, uh, and the FDIC talked about the, all the problems, right? And this was November last year. And then I also talked about uh, several weeks, about a couple, maybe a month or two ago, that after third quarter, the big banks uh, and the Fed said that there are problems with 722 banks as of, as of third quarter of 2022. So they're they're almost a year ahead on this information. They knew this stuff was going to happen. They knew some of the banks were going to show problems like they did in March. Uh, so it's it's coming for sure, Joe. It's, it's absolutely coming. They they knew this stuff was coming. And it just uh, look, look, it takes us how many months before we get some leaked information that the FDIC is like, well, you know what, we all know it sucks, but just don't let anyone else know about it. And the Fed's like, yeah, there's 722 banks that are upside down. That's a lot of banks, Joe. And, and it was over 550 banks over a four or five-year period that died in the 08 crash. So I, even though there's less banks now, I, I don't see where – we don't have 700 banks fail possibly in this next cycle.
1: Yeah, fail, consolidate, right? Whatever yes, word you'd yeah. like disappear. Right? Whatever word, disappear. Yes, whatever word you'd like to use, a la Pack West. Uh, but but again, and you know what? We didn't even talk about the Bank of Japan today. By the way, interest rates in Japan—listen sk- to this—skyrocketing to 0.5 five. Uh remember earlier that we talked about the yen uh may may really go on a run. So the Bank of Japan having to intervene uh in the markets uh in allowing Japanese interest rates to rise. Of course Jap- Japan's got the same problem we do. They can't even afford to pay one percent on their debt, Jason. Uh, obviously we're struggling here paying four percent.
2: Yeah Chinese uh Debt to GDP is pretty bad. (laughs) It's it's pretty bad. Yeah,
1: the Japanese, yeah, they're they're worse than us.
2: Yeah, and and it's because, you know, let's face it, they had a pretty good economy for a while there, and then it just sort of broke in the 80s and went sideways. Why have they been just sideways for two generations? That's because they don't have the world reserve currency. That's the whole point here. America's losing their full dominance of the world reserve currency. I think think we're going to end up with a world reserve currency as a basket of currencies and i think i think it might be special drawing rights with the imf i really think their digital currency is going to be the worldwide currency that we end up using joe and remember they rushed china in when china didn't even qualify i i can't argue that i think that is that is
1: a logical uh, assumption on that 800 wrap it up the entire week god bless